Welcome to the Sisters Surviving Motherhood podcast. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Wendy. In this podcast, we talk about topics like parenting, no spoilers there, but also topics like health and creativity, productivity, and career, all from the perspective of regular moms just trying to survive another day, and maybe, maybe even thrive. Join us as we share our trials and triumphs and remind our audience as well as ourselves that we are in this together. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. Today, we're getting into the Christmas spirit, and we're going to talk about some of our favorite Christmas traditions, past and present, um, things we used to love when we were kids, and things that we like doing now, or things that we have heard about that we would like to start doing in our grown-up families. So, I guess we'll start with childhood. We had the same childhood and in the same location. Ha- yeah, in the same location and we have realized over the last few years that our experiences um weren't always the same. So Wendy, what were some of your favorite traditions during our childhood? So when I think back to Christmas at home as a kid and we're talking like I mean, I'm thinking more like elementary, maybe the beginning of junior high uh, when we were all together. So that would have been 90s. And the the one tradition that really pops out that now that I'm a mom, I'm like, what? How did this happen? And I have such positive memories, no stressful memories, was about creating our own ornaments using, what was it, dough? Yes. We had like a book. That had step-by-step instructions on creating these ornaments out of dough. And then you would bake them and then you would paint them according to, to the book instructions. And it was so much fun. I think we might have only done it a couple times, but that is the first thing that I think back to. And I'm not really sure our mom probably still has the book. We could probably find what it's yeah. called. It's like but, salt dough ornament. Yeah. And that was so much fun. I just remember sitting around the kitchen table and I remember all of us constructing our own ornaments. And I remember mom doing her own ornaments. It everything just felt at peace and super calm. But I can imagine doing that now with my family. And I can't imagine I just can't imagine doing it and not having all of everything going wrong, people, you know, yelling, people asking for help all the time and like everything dropping on the floor, a huge mess. I don't know. Do you remember the experience, Jen? Do you remember it as peaceful and stress-free? Yeah. I I feel like a lot of my memories of childhood are like that. But yeah, I remember, like you said, we probably only did it a couple of times, but it is something that I still remember. I don't remember feeling frustrated that it wasn't working the way I wanted. You know, that's what my first thing is. If I were to think about doing that with Finley, oh, he's going to be so frustrated if it doesn't look just like it's supposed to look, you know? In the picture in the book, yeah. Um, but, but like you said, as kids, you know, we may have been like that. I don't know. But we don't remember it that way. And I don't think mom does either. I feel like I've asked her before about that kind of stuff. And she just... I don't know if it's like memories are rose colored. For sure. Um, 
feel like sometimes with mom, that's the way it is. But yeah, she seemed to enjoy it too. And like you said, she made her own. Like she had the time and wherewithal to be able to create ornaments that look just like they should. You yeah, know, we couldn't couldn't compare ours to hers. But <laughs> like you said, I I feel like everyone was was completely satisfied with their own ornaments, even if they weren't perfectly to the picture. Something about doing it yourself. Something about it being yours. And being able to see it on the tree, I think as a kid, feeling kind of important that you made something and it's special and it's on the tree and it comes back every year. I think that was like something really nice. And they ended up being some of my favorite ornaments until they inevitably broke, but for a couple years there at least. Yeah, no, they, that was that's a good one. Are there any others that come to mind? Yes. And this one, I, I have like a mixture of, of good and bad memory of, but um, stringing popcorn. I, we used to do this every year back in the day. It's, very, it's a very traditional thing to do, yeah. I think. Yeah, it but is. But just stringing, you know, regular popcorn. We had a an air popcorn machine, I think, where it didn't use any type of oil. So it was perfect for, you know, using a needle and thread. And I don't know how old we were, but I can't imagine, again, I can't imagine giving my kids needles (laughs) and just attached to fishing line. And I remember as a kid watching Christmas movies, sitting on the couch and stringing popcorn strings to put on, kind of like garland to put on the, the tree, if anyone has no idea what I'm talking about. And I kept, you know, I poked my finger at least 100 times doing this to the point of bleeding multiple times and but I just loved it and I liked how it looked on the tree and I have considered doing that with my kids but again you know maybe I could find some sort of plastic needle substitution yeah that would work pierce the skin as bad (laughs) do you remember doing that yeah and actually you know I do I don't remember doing it a ton, um, but in my memory, you know, my, I guess my visceral body reaction is, you know, so I probably, (laughs) I probably did injure myself (laughs) a lot because that's what I, you know, when I think of it, I, I do think, you know, oh, like I could feel, almost feel it. (laughs) So I'm sure there was a lot of tears, but I don't remember, you know, maybe And also, we probably didn't maybe react like our kids do to being hurt because we probably got hurt more. Way more. Maybe, you know, growing up because we had so many kids in our family. No, that's also a good one. That's just so, like, picturesque, like, in my mind. It's like sitting on the couch. We had fires, you know, because we we used a wood stove to heat the house. And to be, yeah, to be doing that, watching Christmas movies, it's like goals. Mm-hmm. what I would want and again yeah. like you said we might have not done it very often maybe not every single year but you know maybe the thing that I look back on and focus on and like is the things that we all did together when we were like creating something kind of artistic or kind of like an arts and crafts thing and so those are the things that I think back and and like really really have warm feelings about because we were usually all together for those things. Yeah. And we were creating something. Other than that, I mean, of course, we had other childhood traditions. Let's hear yours because they might be some, obviously, that we shared 
but uh, yeah. I'm not thinking of. <laughs> it didn't come to mind first. You know, I, I was kind of thinking, oh, what if we have the same, but we don't actually. So the first thing that comes to my mind is another thing, like you said, imagine it from a parent's perspective now. It just seems like, how is this? Waking up at 4 a.m. Oh, gosh. To get our Santa, I'm using quotes, Santa gifts and stocking gifts. Um, the, the rule was we were allowed to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, as long as we didn't wake up mom and dad, which I'm sure we did. Because you had to go by their room to get to the presents. Yeah. Um, they lived right, I mean, they lived, they stay, their room was right next to the living room, dining room, you know, hub of the house. And, but I just remember being awake, like, multiple times during the night, watching the clock, so excited to get up at four. And, and I remember thinking even, you know, in my little mind, how do I live every other day without this excitement how do I even get through the boring boring days because I was just so excited and and so yeah we would get up all of us I remember like knocking on each other's doors like when we were all in our own rooms and then going downstairs like tiptoeing across the floor to get our Santa gifts which were like the big gift and it was unwrapped the main Um, event the main thing, you know, the best thing you were going to get is probably going to be the Santa gift. Um, although I think mom did rotate the grandness from each child. So each of us would get something really amazing one year and then be the next. But they're always the good gifts. And then the stockings, we'd go grab our stockings and we would take our presents if we could carry them. I know one year I got a tent. So that stayed in the living room, but we would carry them upstairs and we would all go into somebody's room. I remember being in your room mm-hmm. and we would open up our stockings, which most likely had food in them. Like I remember like Reese's Christmas trees and I just remember being really candy. hungry and eating, <laughs> like eating the candy. I- by this time, we're at, what, 4.10 a.m.? Yeah, 4.15, you know. And we would open the presents. And there were some presents, you know, in our stockings. But it was a lot of little, obviously little things. And then I feel like we would just, like, fall asleep in whoever's room we were in until we could get up again. Which is, like, 6 or 6.30 yeah, or I 7 or I know that... I know that at one time, like, we couldn't wake mom and dad up until nine. That sounds... And then and then they would take their sweet time getting coffee, get, you know, like, we would just be sitting in the living room <laughs> waiting for them to come in so we could open presents. So that was, like, my favorite. I felt like it was very magical, you know, going downstairs to see what your Santa gift was. Um, another thing was the breakfast. It's like dad would make it. And so that was special because he always made eggs and bacon, you know, hash browns. Mom could probably make all that stuff, but I feel like she just left it to dad pretty much any time. Like, I don't remember really mom making hash browns or not that I even ate them, honestly. I don't think I even liked them then, but it was just that extra thing. And then I see I had three, three things. The third thing is decorating the tree. So I remember getting out the ornaments, we would all be decorating. And one of the little things that I remember really well was dad, he would take those houses. We had these cute ceramic houses. Yeah, like little ceramic or porcelain. 
Porcelain. houses, but they were heavy, you know, they were heavy duty and he would hide them in the tree. Like he'd put them towards the middle of the tree and there was like four and we, we had to find them. I remember loving that. And yeah, I just remember, like you said, just being together. Like these were things that we all did together and really that being Christmas to me, I guess that these things had to happen and they always did. So those are, yeah, my favorite ones. So moving on, now we are adults, real <laughs> bona fide 30-something Millennial adults. adults. And so we've got our own kids, we have our own houses, you know, we have our own husbands. And so current Christmas traditions, like what are some like maybe Christmas traditions that you have set or you have repeated at least once? So I feel like it's hard to say, but a lot of the traditions that we have are like tied to movies. <laughs> the biggest, honestly, the biggest Christmas tradition we have is wa- watching a set of Christmas movies, making sure we get them all in. Sometimes we, I mean, we start the week before and have like one a night to try to get all the Christmas movies in before Christmas. We have a specific movie for Christmas Eve. We have two movies for Christmas Day that we try to get in. Like it's very structured. And I think some of that does come from childhood. I know that we, you know, always watch The Grinch and, and you know, Frosty the Snowman and and things like that. But yeah, we have a whole lineup of movies. And it's hard because my husband is extremely health conscious. So when it comes to Christmas, he's not one to like need to get the hot chocolate in there with the whipped cream and the marshmallows and cookies, you know, Christmas cookies and and all of these different snacks that you associate with Christmas. But I, on the other hand, really love sitting down, watching Christmas movies together and having hot chocolate and maybe a Christmas cookie or two. But I will say, since getting married, of course, you kind of merge your version of Christmas, and it doesn't always reflect exactly how you want it, but that's just how it goes with with two families kind of coming together. And we do have a blended family. So we have a child together, and then each one of us has a child outside of our relationship. So it kind of brings a whole nother element to it. But other than that, we don't really have very many Christmas traditions currently. And that's definitely something that I want to change and start implementing more. Do you have a teenager who isn't super into the idea of sitting around a table and stringing popcorn on fishing line to put around the tree. But I think it's one of those things where teenagers might not get excited beforehand for something. But when you're actually doing it with Christmas music on and and just being around your family and doing something, I think they probably enjoy it more than they let on. But yeah, I would say, honestly, the, the movie thing is the biggest thing that we do each year and that's consistent we have a tree of course though we love the idea of getting together and decorating the tree it doesn't ever seem to happen I don't know it's you know maybe we don't have one of the kids you know maybe they're spending the week at the other parent's house and we kind of just do it to get it done type of situation yeah Um, I know some people have like a day 
you know, like Black Friday after Thanksgiving, this is the day we always put up the tree. And that and then it's structured and you do it together. Ours has kind of been, when do we feel like having a tree up? Let's just go ahead and do it. And then it sits there just bare, naked <laughs> for a couple days. And then, you know, oh, where are those ornaments? I can't remember where we put them. We get them out. We kind of put things up. And the um, one time we tried to all get together to do it, <laughs> we have younger children. So we have a four-year-old and a 10-year-old. And I swear, my husband just can't leave it alone. <laughs> he says, no, put it here. <laughs> no, yeah, put it right yeah. there. So I kind of think that, you know, we, we do need to implement some sort of tradition around that and just let the kids do. Because that's something I remember about our childhood is we, we really were allowed to make our own things. Like the ornaments, they weren't perfect. And that was okay. When we yeah. decorated the tree, I'm sure mom snuck around the next day or later that night and maybe shifted a couple things. things. But they kind of just let us let us enjoy. But anyway, what about you? I want to hear some current Christmas traditions. Well, I guess I'll start with the tree thing since you know we're on that topic and kind of back to our childhood I remember feeling like yeah we do a good job though I don't know in my mind growing up like the reason we were able to do that was because we were like good at it you know we were better maybe than a lot of kids and I don't know if I've carried that over because like you our tree routine is pretty haphazard now, I will add, here is a tradition that we did last year, and we're going to do again this year, so I'm counting it as a tradition, and that is to cut down our own tree. I had never experienced this before growing up. I don't think we ever did that. We did get real trees up until a point, I remember, because they were spiky, and I remember not liking to put the ornaments on with the real trees, and then mom got her first fake tree and I just loved it. I thought it was definitely the way to go. So I had not had a real tree from then, which I don't know how old I was when mom started with the fake tree. But from then until just like a few years ago, with for my first Christmas with Damon. And I guess that's why I would never have thought of it because I just used this itty bitty miniature tree. I think when I was, you know, with just with me and Finley in the Monroe house. And and before that, I had a large tree that my work had given me. <laughs> like, they were cleaning out their closet or something, and they gave me this big Hobby Lobby tree, which disappeared. I don't know what happened to that tree. But so I had this little miniature tree that I'd been using. It was not like super small, but it's not a large tree. And Damon was just like, oh, you know, we can't use that. Like, you can't use that. That's not a real thing. Like, that's not big enough for anything. And I thought, well, I'm not going to buy a large fake tree. I think I'm just, let's just for this year, just get a, a, a tree that's alive and then we can, you know, it's, it's eco-friendly, I guess. I just felt bad about buying like a brand new fake tree. And so we went to an orchard, like there's an orchard um, around where we live that he in his past had always gone to for things. I had never been there. And we went and we got our first real, my first real tree in a long time. And it wasn't that big. It wasn't like a huge tree. But it had little pine cones on it. 
so oh, cute. Man. And the smell was awesome. I'm mm-hmm. just, you know, and I was just in love. I loved that tree. And I thought, I am never going back. I, I'm always going to do this. So we have. We just go and and find it. But the last couple of years we've had, or we'd had, you know, like we'd gotten a tree that maybe like it looked good there. <laughs> then we brought it home. It's like, oh no, like I think it's going to die. I mean, it's dead, obviously, I guess once you cut it, but it looked, ter- you know, pretty bad. So then last year we decided, you know what, let's just go cut it. So we know like, it hasn't been like sitting there forever. So we did. We we took the little wagon ride with our little blankets and and Damon got to choose his saw. And we went out and we oh. cut down a tree. Um which in the end ended up being like a curved tree <laughs> that turned out to be really challenging when we got it in the house. Because, you know, we should have paid attention maybe more. But that's part of the fun, right? Part of the fun is you just don't know what you're going to get. And I love the smell. I like, I mean, I just really like the, you know, the real tree. You have to water them and it's kind of annoying. Like I said, all these little things. But I really do like it. So I think this year, again, we're going to go out. Finley seemed to really like it. To your blended family um, point, things don't always go exactly like you maybe would wish they would. So I know last year, I don't think we got this tree till like a week before Christmas or something. Oh man. Um, because every weekend there was a reason we couldn't do it. And half of those is of course, cause Finley wasn't there. So this, you know, so this year, of course, I'm looking forward to trying to figure out when, you know, cause by the time we got the tree and I didn't want to decorate for Christmas until we had our tree, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like I got this like energy, like Christmas spirit energy that comes right after Thanksgiving, where it's like, you can't wait. You just want to decorate. Everybody's decorating. And it's so great and wonderful. But the week before Christmas, like by then I, whatever energy I'd had was just like, okay, well, let's just get this tree in here. Let's just put the lights on and bare minimum because I'm going to be taking it all down. <laughs> No, before too long. But like I said, that is kind of a tradition. We cut it last year. We're going to do it this year. And this year, we're going to do it sooner. I like um, that. Yeah. I, I think it, I hope it'll be awesome. Hopefully the weather will cooperate. That's another thing about cutting your own tree is having to be out in the weather. True. Because um, this With orchard children. also has a playground that is pretty awesome. Mm. And the only time we're there is when it's freezing cold. <laughs> And the last thing I want to do is be like following Finley around, but hopefully, you know, hopefully the weather will cooperate. And the second thing I had, and I only have two, so that's good, is actually to do with Damon's family. They have a Christmas Eve dinner, so they don't do a Christmas Day get together. They've always done Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. I really love that because the more dinners, the better. And if they're not at the same time, that's better because you can't go to both at the same time. But one of the things they do on Christmas Eve that I thought was really cute is uh, his mother will do a scavenger hunt. Oh, wow. So underneath the seat of all the children, there's like an envelope with instructions. Or like maybe it's under one seat. You know, one kid gets to read the instructions every year. And it just gives little hints about where something is. And once they find that, they have, you know, that's a clue to find the next thing. Nice. So, after dinner, they're going all around the house, 
finding these clues to find their like little Christmas bag of goodies. You know, the older kids get gift cards now, but you know, Finley got I don't know. Thing. The scavenger hunt sounds a lot better, and I am not a child. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they. I mean, they get gift cards at the end of the scavenger hunt. Oh, okay. they, you know, I they was have, like, they still have to find it. it. You know. So last year it was just the older kids with Finley, um, but they, you know, they helped him look for it and they, they got their thing at the end. I thought that was really cute. So I really love that. And they also have these epic cheese and fruit things. So like last year, it was a tree, like a pine tree looking thing that has spikes on it. So they put all of these star and different shaped pieces of cheese and like you know olives and grapes and on this tree <laughs> and it's different it's not like the same tree every year they get well, like, last different... year it was a tree okay but in in years past it's just been different like spreads or mm-hmm. you know just like a different thing i feel like I it hasn't that. been the tree every year but like i thought this is so impressive <laughs> And you know, <laughs> it's so fun. And then, like, when everybody's waiting to eat, because inevitably things take about 30 to 45 minutes longer than they're supposed to, you know, you've got this, like, cheese tree to eat. I think that's the key. I remember both Thanksgiving and Christmas, I feel like, we absolutely loved the meal part. It was always late afternoon or early evening by the time the food was ready. Even if we planned it at like one or two, it's going to be three, four or five. And I remember everyone getting so antsy because no one wanted to like eat a big lunch or anything because you don't know when the food's going to be done. You don't want to spoil it. That I think this would be perfect. Just having some sort of like charcuterie board or some sort of appetizer tray that's just sitting on the table and you can come and go as you please and you won't get like, well, I'd probably still get super full, but I'd rather, I'd rally um, for the, for the real stuff. But I think that, I think that's an amazing idea. No. Yeah. I really, I love that. Yeah. So, okay, I also wanted to include in our podcast episode, and we've kind of talked about a few things, but ideas for making this coming Christmas special that we hadn't maybe done in the past. So did you have anything besides maybe what we already talked about? Pretty much everything that Damon's family does. (laughs) Honestly, like right when you said scavenger hunt, I just imagined how excited our 10 year old would get because he he just would get and you know he wouldn't see it coming it would be something special it'd be stuff that him and Lincoln could be doing while we do other things and and I think that's definitely something I might try since we do have him for Christmas this year and we're staying home on Christmas day which is nice Christmas Eve and Christmas day we'll just be home so I feel like it's a lot easier to have these set activities mm-hmm. uh, when you're not having to to go to different places. So that would definitely be one. And something else that I am bound determined to do this year and hopefully every other year is taking another shot at having a specific day where we know we're going to have all the kids and put up the cr- Christmas tree And everyone can have some sort of treat to entice the teenager to stick around for it and decorate the tree together and not micromanage, not micromanage the decorations, 
but maybe just encourage certain placements in a way. But, you know, it's always something you can move around later. Like, I don't, I don't think it's a big deal. I, to... Theoretically, I did try that last year. Oh, did Finley um, get upset that his noticed moved? He yeah. noticed. Yeah. yeah, amazing. But every little thing that I moved, he noticed, and he put it back. <laughs> Honestly, I guess like if you're all doing it, we have five people, so all different heights as well. That's good. So yeah, I feel like it'll be moved around enough, and you know maybe we just need to let it go. Yeah, and we just need right. to leave it where it goes. But yeah, those are the two things that I think I'm going to try. I would love to do the, the the cheese spiky Christmas tree appetizer <laughs> thing, but I know I won't. I know it's it's just a bit much for me in this stage of life. I can see maybe yeah. when I'm older and have more kid-free time to like go all out and have like a special thing like that every year, kind of mix it up and make it something cool for everyone to look forward to. But not at this stage. What about you? Um I have a similar uh similar one there with the tree decorating night. Yeah, like you said, put it on the calendar. Make it a thing. This is what we're doing this day and and that's that. So, yeah, I'm hoping for that. I'm hoping for like a Christmas preparation day where we go get our tree, put it up, decorate it, and it's a thing. Also, something that we did do as children sort of the advent calendar oh yeah yes that is something that we had a little heart you know it was like i can't remember it was just a little paper calendar and all we did was open up the little windows um it was like a nativity scene we did not get any treats it was just opening those little windows ours did not have any chocolate uh yeah nothing nothing like that but we really looked forward to opening the next window that's true um so i would love to do something similar for finley i just don't know i've been thinking about this for like two years and every year i am overwhelmed with the the possibilities I have seen so many different kinds of advent calendars. There's ones you can buy in the store. There's like cool pocket ones where you can put like a little treat in each pocket and use it over every year. There's wooden ones like with little sliding doors. I don't know, I you know, what I would do, but I do want to do something so that he gets that because I really enjoyed it, even if it's not with treats. You know, you gotta decide and get on that quick. Then we're getting (laughs) all of them are sold out. I remember last year I went to Aldi, which is like my favorite grocery store, and I got there a little too early. I guess I think I got there at like nine thirty, and it opened at ten. But I didn't know it opened at ten. I I figured it opened at nine. I figured grocery store makes sense; it would open at nine. But there was a line of people outside the door when I got there at 9.30. And I figured, oh, they're just like, maybe they open at 9.30. Like, I don't know. I was wrong. People were there that early because they were pulling out their advent calendars. Wow. Aldi, apparently Aldi has wine <laughs> advent Ooh. calendars. That sounds that are really popular. <laughs> And there was people in line to get them because otherwise that they would be sold out. And I remember before the store actually opened, there was like employees that came out to like take numbers 
of people and like what they were wanting because I think there was a wine one and then there might have been like a beer one. So and let they me... could only have like one per customer. So the wine, so you get like a different little wine sample, uh -huh, like a little day. mini bottle of wine every day. But they're really popular. Good, that's not good. Um, I I don't know. Maybe it is. There's all these studies. But <laughs> you know, e either way. Can't but yeah, so that's like a big thing. Advent calendars are huge right now, I, and then so because of that, I just don't know what to do for Finley because I don't necessarily want him to get like these little toys every day that you're just gonna have to like pick up a billion times or even like candy every day because mm -hmm. he already is a candy fiend you know he asks me every day if he can have a piece of candy even though I always say no so I don't know about that third thing the Christmas brunch like the dad making Christmas breakfast thing I loved that as a kid It'd be great to have something like that. Like you said, a lot of these things are dependent on whether you're home and what time you leave. So when we were kids, we were home every year. Yeah, We didn't go anywhere on Christmas Day. If there was some kind of celebration, we didn't go to it. But then mom's family was in Maryland. So I don't know that that would have happened if mom's family would have been here then. Because <laughs> once they moved here... They came to our house for the Christmases, or we um, would go there. And now, yeah, and then we or we would go there. So that's probably you know what the only you could reason. do is do the the night before casserole breakfast casserole that people talk about. I know that's that is exactly what I'm thinking. You know, I as long as they cook the family stone. Yes, with the um, what was that called? Oh, Strata. Strata. The Christmas yeah. Strata. That is one of my favorite scenes of of any Christmas movie I've ever seen was that last part of the family stone with the Strata. And so I'm done with my new traditions, but you mentioned Christmas movies and I want the list. I want the list of your Christmas movies you have to watch every year. Okay. So there are a lot that we try to get in, but I'm just going to highlight the main ones and I'm going to work from Christmas back. So okay. most important to, let's just try to get it in. Most important is, and this is a lot because of my husband who had never seen it before we met and just loves it now, which is adorable. And that is, it's a wonderful life with Jimmy Stewart. And he had never seen it before we got married. And we watched it one night and he like, it moved him so much. I just was so surprised. So that's definitely one um, that we watch Christmas day. So usually we watch it in the evening after the kids go to bed. It's kind oh, of like a me so and him sweet. thing. And it is really, really nice. And I, you know, I, I do love that movie and I feel like it's a good way to wrap up Christmas. So that's definitely one. The other one is The Grinch. But some people will have a problem with this, especially our mother. Because it's not we, the right one, is it? <laughs> we try to get in the cart, you know, the original animated Grinch, which I love. It's short. It's, it's short and sweet. You can kind of put it on Christmas morning and people can watch it or not. But the Jim Carrey Grinch, I <laughs> love it. Our kids love it. 
it's funny and it's not everyone's cup of tea. Um, but that's definitely something we watch. That's usually like Christmas Eve with the kids because they all just absolutely love it. Um, we also have to watch Elf with Will Ferrell. I feel like that's another, you could tell our, our generation. I feel like we're very comedy centric when it comes to, to Christmas, but and then other than that, uh, Home Alone is a have to. And that's one of those that's not necessarily like a Christmas themed movie. But I just feel like everyone grow- who grew up in the 90s and early 2000s, I just feel like Home Alone felt like a Christmas movie. It came out during Christmas, probably. Well, it is so centered well, around Christmas. Yeah, yeah. You know, it just is. Because they so, go to France, right, for Christmas. Yeah. and Okay, yeah. No, it is yeah. definitely a Christmas movie. But it feels like a Christmas movie. And then A Christmas Story, of course. That's a great one. It's not one we get in every year, um, but it's one we really, really tried to get in. And then the weirdest one, well, I have two more. Die Hard. I know, that's the guy started. one. My daughter, my teenage daughter, actually enjoys watching Die Hard each year, um, so that works. I could take it or leave it. I mean, it's fun to watch. That's fine. And I, I get that people say it's a Christmas film, <laughs> but it's just one of those that, like, I could take it or leave it. But the one that we always seem to watch that I wouldn't really think of as a Christmas movie is Just Friends. Just Friends. You guys used to love that movie. And it's more so kind of just a movie that me and Kevin watched early on in our relationship. We both have like inside jokes when it comes to Just Friends. We quote it all the time. Is it the greatest movie ever? No. It's just one of those things that we kind of bonded over back in the day. And it's around Christmas time that the movie takes place. And it's one that me and Kevin like to watch once a year. So it just kind of ends up that we watch it like the week of Christmas, but it's definitely one that me and him watch like together in one of the evenings before Christmas. Yeah. What about you? Um, I think though that's a great list. We one movie that I will add to the list that I think it was was it last year. It feels like it was just last year that we watched it for the first time, but it could have been the year before. Klaus. I've it's never a heard Netflix of it. movie. It is an animated movie. And it's just, I love it. I just love it. I, we watched it for the first time, like Christmas season. And I loved it more than anybody else. I don't know that it's something that Finley or Damon really love as much as me. But I think it's hilarious. And I you think deserve it's very to be heartwarming. Happy just as much as they do. <laughs> and it's very, you know, it's not necessarily like the most warm and fuzzy Christmas movie. Um, it does have warm and fuzzy feelings, but but yeah, it's just kind of like the, n- not the origin story of Santa Claus, um, but it is a fun idea of an origin story of Santa Claus. But it's not really about him as much as about, you know, another character, but he's involved. And it's kind of just like this big, this thing that wasn't necessarily supposed to happen. And... I just love, I think the animation's really cool. I love the characters. It's got Joan Cusack. Oh, I love her. her. Yeah. Yeah. She's one of the character voices. So yeah, it's just, it's just great. I would highly recommend it. But I love like the ones that you've got. I, the Grinch, you know, Jim Carrey Grinch. 
I've never warmed to, but I know <laughs> everyone else just loves it. But yeah, and also like, you know, you have the How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I remember at Grandma's house, that's when we used to watch that. Mm-hmm. And there was like this run of like three movies all on her VHS that she had taped from cable. And so it was that one. And then you had Rudolph. And then maybe like the little drummer boy, right? Yeah, I think it was. That <laughs> Those really weird stop really motion <laughs> yeah. stop motion movies. <laughs> so I, I think I did try to make Finley watch those last year. But nice. uh, I don't think he warmed to those either. So <laughs> Surprise. He'll probably love The Grinch if we watch it. That's probably the one he loved the most. You don't have to. <laughs> no, I am looking at this list and I'm like, ah, you know, that's a fun idea is is to do that. We don't really watch a lot of movies together, so it'd be fun to have that going on. But okay, so we've come to the end of our episode, but before we stop, we usually talk about our favorite things, but for this one, what is at the top of your Christmas list your christmas wish list if you could have it so it's one of those things that i don't think i'll actually get but it's at the top i'm gonna make sure it's known is a overnight spa day it doesn't even have to be a really nice overnight you know it doesn't even have to be a super nice spa hotel honestly it could be as small as a one hour massage and just staying the night at a more affordable decent hotel in the area and then I could fill my time with exploring around getting coffee reading my book not having anyone around me (laughs) so that is absolutely what I want I don't know if that's something that I'll get but I am going to try to make that known let the world know it's hard with us, right? Because our the main gift that we want, the the two people that are going to be giving it to us is either our parents or our husbands. I don't see Kevin focusing on this one on the list as much as something he can order off Amazon. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Amazon needs to include these types of packages to make it easy with Prime. To just yeah. one click, click and ship. I will also include something that I would more likely receive. <laughs> and that is actually a Dutch oven. I don't oh, have yeah. One. I don't have one and I don't really have anything similar. And there's a lot of things that I'd like to make, including like bread that I can just pop in the oven in, you know, <laughs> in the Dutch oven and other things. So I would, that's something that's easy for someone to just go click and buy and throw under the Christmas tree. So yeah, carefully. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to damage your floors. What about you? Um, you totally took it. <laughs> um, no, I did. I looked, I was like, what do I want for Christmas? Um, I looked at my Amazon wish list. you know, it's like, what have I put on here? And it's like little stupid things that will be under the $25, you know, limit. And, and I thought, you know, what I want more than anything else would be like a spa treatment of some kind, Mm -hmm. something like a facial or a massage, preferably both of those things. And like you said, an overnight, you do your stuff, you relax, you don't have to come straight home and make dinner. And of course that 
is a bit costly, no matter what. It's costly as far as money. It's costly as far as time away from your family. The ones who'd be giving you this gift would be pretty well, you know, without you. (laughs) And that's why, you know, for me, I think Damon would do it. It's not like he, you know, he's just happy to have an idea. I mean, he's just clueless. You know, every, every, I think he gets anxious every birthday and Christmas, you know, because he's not, it's not his love language. Sure. Um, luckily, it is not mine either, so he yeah. can get away with it because I'm not. I don't really care. I'm. I'm perfectly fine with giving him a link to what I want and him just yeah. buying it. You know, that's fine. But like you said, unlikely. Sad day. So I guess I should come up with the next. It's funny because on my wish list, I do have a Dutch oven on my Amazon wish list. I do have a cast iron like black cast iron Dutch oven that I use um, and have for years for my bread. That's pretty much the only thing I use it for because it does, it's not enameled or anything. Yeah. So I would like to have an enameled one that's easy to clean and has a, a handle on the top. My current mm-hmm. one doesn't. It's just like got two side things. So I, I did put that on my wish list. But something else that if I had to choose something that I would really want that's not on my wish list. It would be another subscription to the Silk and Sonder planner um, that I did a couple years ago. I got it for my birthday. You know, it was another thing like Damon's like, what do I get you? Just tell me what you want. <laughs> and I told him, well, what's my, <laughs> like, what's my money limit? And, and that ended up being okay. And I really loved it. I loved it. Never it was a year subscription. And it's beautiful. It, they they give you a new one every month. So for someone who wants their whole year in like one book, obviously this isn't going to work for you because it's a different book every month. But they're small, you know, because it's only a month, it's easy to put in your purse. Like it's easy to carry around with you. And in addition to like just the planner aspect, they've got all of these, you know, self-care pages of like, You know, like things you want to manifest or intentions for the month, how you feel like each area of your life would be rated and why, what you could do to improve that, you know, like little journaling prompts, you could pretty, and coloring pages, like you can work through this little book and it's just something to sit down and do. In addition to that, they've got online, like, I think they, I hope they still have this. They did when I had it online zoom calls so you can sign up for like monthly planning parties and let's do this spread together let's you know let's fill this out together and they have like music for you to listen to while you're doing it you can like be chatting with other people um like what's on your list or what things would you do and i love it and it's also because of those zoom things i can tell damon hey I have one of those Zoom things at seven o'clock and it's happening right then. And I, you know, I can't push it because that's when it's happening. And so from seven to eight, I will be by myself watching this Zoom time. And it's just better to do it live because it it gives that urgency. Otherwise, I seriously just won't do it because you can, I think you can watch these things, even if you don't have a planner, like you can watch them. But if you just don't do it live, you're just not going to do it. I'm not going to do it because there's never a good time. So 
that would be mine. But I guess, so we've, you know, we've gone over traditions, our wish lists. I'm looking forward to Christmas. Thank you for joining us in our Christmas podcast. Happy Christmas. And we will talk to you next time. Bye, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Find us on Instagram at Sisters Surviving Motherhood for podcast updates or to send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. We hope you have a great week and we'll be back with another episode next Monday.